lads, lasses, punting masses, welcome. Another edition of the Betting and Stock Market Show. Apologies for yesterday not getting on the program. We had some issues on the home front, couldn't do the show. Squeezing in the show today as those issues will continue throughout the week. We have NHL result from yesterday. We're going to talk to you about AFL's equalisation and the probably the uh, almost the nail in the coffin for Gil McLaughlin's legacy. We're going to be talking what's coming up as well as stocks, the NBA stocks as it's coming up to playoff ending time and the AFL stocks which of course are collapsing and the update of how we're doing this month and for the year for better and the better off on Patreon and what's coming up. Now we're going to start with yesterday. We took Florida at minus one and a half at 280 after they lost by four goals or more against Tampa Bay the day before. That didn't come off. They've lost two in a row, Florida, after winning 13. Florida 2, Boston 4 with Marchand, one goal, one assist. Pastranak and Bergeron, two assists each. So that didn't go well for the hockey whatsoever. Now, the AFL and the failure of Gill's equalisation in 2012 before it all started. Uh, Distribution to teams prior to equalisation was 211.6 mil. And this year, eight years, nine years after it started, we're up to 287.8 mil for 18 teams. That's an increase of 76.2 million or 36.0%. So what has this actually achieved? The positives. The wins in 2021 cost the teams 1.1 million less than in 2012 before it started. All that's minus 3.5%. You can thank uh, GWS for their massive improvement after the year prior to its startage. You can can thank Melbourne for last year, the Western Bulldogs, Port Adelaide and the Gold Coast. Even though many would say Gold Coast aren't succeeding, they're costing a lot less uh, with wins per year than what they did prior to equalisation starting. Uh, But that is not equating into the bottom half of the competition getting uh, marquee games. Marquee games are defining as Thursday, Friday, Saturday night games and blockbusters. Thus, they're not getting their sponsored dollars on the screen. And that's where it all counts. The anomaly, though, is Fremantle. Fremantle has the second biggest TV ratings over the last decade, would you believe? only getting the 10th ranked marquee exposure on TV. That's very, very odd for a team that's only getting the 10th ranked uh, marquee exposure on TV. And I believe they're the 12th ranked membership over the last decade. Three of the top five teams in terms of marquee exposure actually come from interstate. And that's another thing that's hard to believe with uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday night and blockbuster games. West Coast is number two, Sydney at three, Adelaide at four. So that's very interesting indeed. The other interesting point, Richmond doesn't even make the top five in that list. 
Here's the top free-to-air ranked teams so far for 2021. And you'll get an idea of the exposure. Now, this changes from year to year because, uh, and I don't know what's going to happen, say, after round 10. We don't know the full year of what's going to happen. But it changes from year to year as the AFL predicts which team is going to do well or they think is going to do well getting the Friday night, Saturday night, and, of course, the marquee slots are virtually sealed in every year. Melbourne's the top-ranked free-to-air team, not surprisingly, 2.123 million people. They had the standalone Wednesday grand final game, which ranked very low. Uh, they've had virtually every, like apart from the Gold Coast game, I think they've virtually had every game on free-to-air. They just had the uh, Anzac Day Eve game against Richmond, which didn't rank very well, got beaten by both MasterChef and Lego Masters, would you believe, on Sunday night. Richmond ranks second, 2.065. They've had the marquee game against Carlton uh, on, the, on the first round on the Thursday. They just had the Anzac Day Eve game, as I said, against Melbourne. Collingwood ranks third on 2.017 million, thanks to the Anzac Day game, as I mentioned on the AFL Round 6 uh, podcast, uh, 617,000 from memory for Channel 7 and clocked 300,000 on Foxtel. And that's a pretty good effort. Geelong at 1.866 million comes fourth. The Bulldogs rank fifth at 1.750 million. No one's watching Bulldog games. No one. The Round 1 Grand Final replay was poor. The Thursday night Western Bulldogs Sydney game was poor, beaten by Gogglebox. The West Coast uh, Western Bulldogs Carlton game on Thursday night was very poor, beaten again by Gogglebox. The North Melbourne Bulldogs game on Good Friday. Good Friday football is a bust. Didn't even rank at all in the top 20 on free to air at all. So the Western Bulldogs runners up in the grand final last year uh, have have had all these marquee games. Ranking only fifth. St Kilda, 1.390 million. Carlton, 1.291 million. Brisbane, 1.238 million, thanks to Easter Thursday. Port Adelaide, 1.200 million. And that's probably on the back, not of the... Uh, they didn't have the uh, showdown between the Crows on free-to-air. It was the Hawthorne and Port Adelaide game they had on free-to-air, and I believe that's the only one that they've had on. Now, just like every major sport in the world, the biggest question is championships. Over the last decade since equalisation came into play. Now, as you know, as we've mentioned before in Major League Baseball, 15 of the last 18 World Series come from the top half of the TV markets. That's 15 of the 29. We don't count Toronto. There isn't, a, there isn't a list for Toronto. So 15 of the 29 US TV markets in baseball have won 15 of the last 18 World Series. Kansas won one, St. Louis won two. That's the only three out of it. Both TV rating marquee dollars top nine have won eight of the last 10 premierships. Sydney ranked 13th in membership is the anomaly there. 
And of course, the, we don't have a result from Melbourne for their result for getting into the grand final, winning it last year in terms of finances. And this is interesting. The Western Bulldogs got smashed, runners up, you know, all that sort of thing in a COVID-affected 2021 year. The game was in Perth and Melbourne was basically shut down virtually for the year as terms of football goes. Small businesses struggle, big businesses struggle, we all struggle. World record lockdowns in the city of Melbourne and the state of Victoria. Yes, world record lockdowns. But somehow the Bulldogs got have an equity of 57.04 million and they managed to go up by 6.47 million. A cash flow of 24.43 million and that rose by 15.34 million. And they received 70 million in league distribution in 2021 after making a profit of nearly $24 million. Mind you, debt, debts rose $19.02 million, up $10.7 million, and they have 46,541 members. That last figure, the debt and the members, if all the future of the Western Bulldogs all of a sudden went bust and went bankrupt today, each of those 46,541 people would owe the club $408.67. So basically your membership, I don't know how much a Bulldogs membership is, I doubt it's $400 mark like the top teams, but you're basically going to have to pay that back again. $408.67, and that's what it's worth. Let me equate this to you as well. If you're in one of the top teams playing $400 memberships, your membership's only worth really on paper 10 bucks. That's basically what it is. Your membership is worth $10. You've got to pay the debts back if the club goes broke if you're a member if you're a member. So your membership's only worth 10 bucks when you pay your 400 or whatever it is. Then again if the Bulldogs go broke, you're going to pay another $408 on top of that. You're losing a heap becoming an AFL member just for the Bulldogs alone. Let me sip a cup of coffee here and clear the throat. And moving to the stocks. Now, again, we're going to mention the NBA stocks. Firstly, firstly we brought the STWs, the QOZs and the IOZ ETFs from the ASX 200 in 2018 when the Warriors won the championship. Thanks to the inflation rate increasing to 5.1%, which is over the 4.6% estimated mark, and it looks like a rate rise is coming of uh, 15 basis points, which means we're going to have a look and see what it's going to be doing. It's going to be a 0.25 interest rates by the start of next month. Woohoo! Because it's a 0.25 interest rate, uh, this, the stock market's cried disaster, not the fact the back of American stocks are all tech heavy, they're crashing, and the back of the Chinese COVID situation, 12 uh, provinces in Shanghai are still in lockdown, which is affecting everything. The STW in 2022 at the moment is worth 67.44 as of last night. We've made a 74.95 profit on that. Now, a couple of days ago, I mentioned we're only making, make, uh, making a short profit on that. I incorrectly 
put a number on the computer instead of the five, instead of the six, I put the five in front of it. So 6744 and 7495. The QOZ right now is 1542 and we're up 4956. And the IOZ right now is 2979. We're up $75 even. Sell mode is still in play. $199.51 profit and we're down $15.30 on that profit. So we've broke below the $200 mark. The worst case now comes in the AFL stocks. Three AFL stocks, of course, are Australian owned. Four, sorry, are Australian owned. The rest are multinationals. We're going to hit on that with the TV rights coming up uh, probably this week in the uh, footy show for round seven, or we might even write it up for tomorrow's betting uh, and stock market show, depending what time we get. Suncorp uh, fell $11.01. We're now losing uh, $2.42 on that. Coles fell to $18.36, up $4.90. The NAB $32.20, up $11.60. Telstra $4.05, plus $6.30. The TAB $5.37, up $16 for us. And points bets the big disaster. It's bleeding at 276 down 52.56. Total profit now. We were in the we were in the red or in the black. Sorry, at plus 0.88. We're now down 1.13 percent. We have lost over two percent from the day before. Two percent on the six stocks at minus 16.18. Not very good. In April, we're actually haven't won anything. We're broken even. 0.0%. We're one cent in front before today. A 2021-22 financial year plus 3.0% in the last quarter plus 7.0%. That's for better and the better half on Patreon. You can also get us on Facebook at better and the better half. Also on Instagram at better and the better half. And on Twitter, at Better Half, the sewer is being cleaned out. The Crows and the Giants are up there for uh, Saturday. Watford and Burnley, I just put up there this morning. Thursday Racing, there's three races we have picked for three selections Thursday from Mornington, uh, Mackay and Wyong. So if you want to get on those three races today... Sign up for Better and the Better Half on Patreon. Uh, May is just around the corner in three days. So start off with the think about it, have a look at it. Uh, three days to sign up. Sign up for the start of May. And like I said, we are 7% up in the last quarter and 3% up in the 2022 21-22 financial year with only two months to go. That's it for the program today. We'll report and give you the updates of what happened on the horse racing from those three areas tomorrow morning. Don't forget the futures were also put up on the page this morning on Patreon. It's as little as a dollar a day. And so you're getting an absolute bargain for a dollar a day for the futures and the sports and the racing. An absolute bargain. You are getting an absolute bargain. 
Thank you for listening. We'll see you tomorrow morning here on The Betting Show. And enjoy today's sports and racing.